Welcome to the Let's Do This podcast, your not-so-secret weapon for wedding planning, inspiration, inclusivity, and a good dose of sunshine. I'm Maddie Mills, photographer, cat mom, super cool dork, and your host. Let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Let's Do This podcast episode number four. This episode is going to be incredible and hits really close to home because I can totally relate. So I can't wait to share it with you because it's going to leave you super inspired, I hope. Before we jump in though, let's spread some light to more people who need it. I'd really appreciate it if you take a screenshot of today's episode, post it to your Facebook or Instagram and tag me at Maddie Mills Photo. You guys would absolutely rock my freaking world. (laughs) I will send you cookies, all the hugs, all the things. We're going to do it up. (laughs) So... I was watching RuPaul's Drag Race last night, and RuPaul said this quote by Andy Maine that had me absolutely shook, okay? He said, life is a banquet, and most poor suckers are starving to death. So I've never heard that quote before, but I was like, damn, it takes everything, all of the things I feel about living a purposeful and an incredible life, and just packed it down into a really simple metaphor, which is insane because I talk a lot. (laughs) So it was nice to see kind of like all my feelings compacted down into a few words. So many people coast through their life never really finding a passion or fulfilling their dreams. And I personally take a lot of issue with that because I really can't imagine it you know, a simple, quiet, unintrusive life is not for me. Girl, it's my way or the highway when it comes to how I feel about living your life passionately. So do you have a dream? Maybe you're currently living it and are listening in just for a little boost. Maybe you're starting it. And that's legitimately incredible because starting is the first and most important step that's going to propel you ahead. I totally believe that. Maybe you're also stuck in your current job or in a school situation and you have big dreams for your life, but no idea how to attain them. Either way, that's totally what's happening today. We're here to have a couple girl bosses dish on their journey. I'm here with my good friend who's an incredible girl boss, and we're going to look at her road to her dream, talk about how to have all that good motivation you need and how to stubbornly chase your goals. Her name is Jill Power, and she is a musician, podcaster, vlogger, all-around media mogul, sis. She is killing it. (laughs) There's no one better to tell you about Jill than Jill herself, so take it away, girl. (laughs) Let's do this. Who are you? (laughs) I'm Maddie. I am Jill. Hi, Jill Power. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, girlfriend. Thanks How are you? for uh, thanks for having me in. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, so that was that was a really great intro. But basically, <laughs> as you said, um, I am a musician. I am a voice major at the School of Music at Memorial University here in St. John's. Um, I host a podcast called Chill with Jill. I've been hosting since uh, 2015, my first year of university at CHMR. That long? That long? Man. Oh my god, that's I know. wild. I know. <laughs> I started in November 2015. Um, I'll tell you more about that later. But yeah, so I've been I've been hosting that for a while. It's been rebranded a few times, but still sort of the same vibe. And I do vlogs. I'm a writer, and I'm an associate producer with CBC Newfoundland. See, I was I was right when I said she was a media mogul. Like. <laughs> 
<laughs> I joke that I'm always right, but I was right about this because she is just ridiculous. <laughs> so me and Jill, like, we actually knew each other in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, we weren't in the same circles, really, but there was a few, you know, connections here and there. And we always had a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it wasn't until after high school that we actually got closer and both really kind of started to kickstart our careers and go after what we wanted. Um, so in high school, though, like, did you have any kind of inclination of what you wanted to do with your life? Like, did you have all these big, crazy dreams that kind of go as deep as what you're doing right now? Or were you just sort of coasting and figured it all out later? You know what? Yes and no. Um, when I was in high school, I had planned on going to Mun and doing music education, hence the music degree. Um, but once I kind of got there, I realized, you know what? I have no patience. This is not for me. So like like you mentioned, yeah, I think we have that in common that we have no patience. Oh my God, I'm the most so- impatient person ever. <laughs> So, yeah, I kind of, I was like, okay, how can I, because music is very much a passion of mine, so how can I take that and kind of channel it into a career that would be more appropriate for me? Radio was something I always had in the back of my mind, but I didn't know how to go about doing it. I yeah, had no, like idea. no idea. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'd have to do journalism, I have to go away, not really an option, so I kind of just put it on the back burner. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, whatever. Was okay. going away not an option because of um, like financial stuff and practicality reasons, or did you just not want to leave? Because if it's the second one, I get that, because I'm such a big homebody for Newfoundland, man like never going <laughs> yeah a, a lot of column a bit of column b yeah i mean i was yeah. open to exploring new things but newfoundland will always be my home for oh, sure. yeah me too <laughs> um so yeah you know i i kind of i don't know i guess you could say it's sort of serendipitous i saw announcements around saying hey chmr is looking for morning show hosts and a few people had said to me, they were like, you know what? I think you'd be really good at that. So just to cut in for a second, CHMR is the uh, the radio station at Mun, and yeah. it's really diverse and incredible here. So that's what she's that's what she's talking about. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, they were looking for morning show hosts, and I was. I, I was considering it, especially after a few people had mentioned it to me. So I sent a couple of emails, um, and by a couple, I mean, like, at least ten. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, major foreshadowing, by the way. Major foreshadowing, <laughs> yes. Yeah, On so, the emails thing. <laughs> um, but in fairness to me, they kept bouncing back. And so I wasn't sure if they were actually getting them or ah, not. So gotcha. just to be sure, just to be sure. I was like, you know what, I've got nothing to lose here. So I sent a bunch of emails. Um Within a few days, they answered. They were like, yeah, sure, let's let's discuss it a little more. And they really took me under their wing. And a lot of people say, like, you get bitten by the radio bug. It's true. It happened. Chomp. Chomp, <laughs> chomp, man. I've, I've been bitten. And I haven't looked back since. It's become my passion. It's, it's, it's consumed me. I'm not laughing at Jill saying that radio is her passion. I'm just, uh, why did I say chomp? yeah um that's amazing and so yeah so jill starting her podcast was really um yeah it's like she said serendipity because it really opened the door to now what she sees as the rest of her life um so we're gonna talk about cbc we're gonna open the door here we go (laughs) so jill's gonna open the door to cbc and i'm actually really glad that she's here to talk about this today because that's kind of what the core of this episode is about is being literally 100 percent completely stubborn and unapologetic in the chase of what you want um you have to be fearless in chasing what you want and jill is a beautiful shining lovely (laughs) badass example of that flattery will get you everywhere jill okay So she is going to now tell us about her CBC journey. Spill some tea. Spill some tea. I'm All just the kidding. Tea. There is no tea. <laughs> I heart CBC. I'm also a poet. <laughs> um, yeah. So 
started the journey here at CHMR, like you said. When I got into that, I was like, okay, how can I turn this into a career for myself? Because I wouldn't have been happy doing education, and I was like, I need to do something that I enjoy, and this was truly my passion. So uh, through doing my show, I started a segment called Alumni of the Month, where basically once a month I would bring back somebody who started their career here at CHMR, which is a long list of people in St. John's, really? by the way. That's there amazing. There are so many people who started here. Tom Power from CBC, who I had on the show. Jill Power from CBC. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we're not related, by the way. No. Um, <laughs> Most of the people at OzFM, Mike Campbell from K-Rock, just a lot of big names who you know here in St. John's from the private radio industry and CBC as well. Heather Barrett, Maggie Gillis, they all started here. That's really impressive. Wow. And I wanted to hear their stories because we have that list of people who were here. And it was almost like it was going to waste. It was almost a shame. It's like, okay, where are they now? So I channeled my inner Oprah. Nice. And love it. Love it. <laughs> I reached out to them. and We love a B. Arthur moment. <laughs> I know. So through that, it was, it was really great because people in radio, especially here in St. John's, are very willing to help you out. They are willing to come in and give you pointers, um, give you feedback, you know, talk to you, give you any advice that they have. And that's one of the things I love most about this industry, actually, is that people are so just down to earth that's what I get and willing to help out. Because I have no time for the egos. No. I don't think like, any of us do. Like, no either. one wants to hear it. Leave your <laughs> ego at the door. Yeah. No one yeah. wants it. Especially, like, in music, you see that mm. a lot. So it was really refreshing to get yeah. a, a lack of ego in an industry. If you're hearing all these banging noises, it's because me and Jill are getting so amped up. Oh, man. Banging on the counter. <laughs> well, we're both hand talkers, too. Yeah. So. Or here just, like, waving our arms around and the <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I've, through that I ended up doing a lot of networking, mm-hmm. and that was when I got to meet people. And eventually, you know, again, people are willing to help you out. So you say to them, like, "How can I make this a career for myself?" And then they give you all the advice that they have in their noggins. That's and another awesome thing about Newfoundland too is that people here do kind of have that characteristic where they're sort of willing to give you the shirt off their back and they're really willing to help you out and share knowledge of how they got where they are. So that's great. Absolutely. You know, and so I I did that and through it, I ended up just networking, making a lot of connections. And honestly, a big part of your career in any field, I think, is who you know. You know, the people that you know are going to help you and you know, they're going to recognize your talents and see, and they're going to advocate for you. And yeah. the more people you have advocating for you, the the, the better and mm-hmm. the more successful. Everyone really lifts you up and helps you get where you want to exactly. go for sure. I've experienced that in photography too. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you, you network, you meet people, and then eventually through <laughs> some work of magic with the universe, you find yourself working at CBC <laughs> alongside your idols who are now your colleagues. That's madness. <laughs> it, it's pretty wild, honestly. Sometimes it's like I'm in there and I'm like, am I really here? Why am I here? What do they see in me? <laughs> <laughs> That's that like crazy self-doubt monster, but you yeah. just have to cast that aside because, oh, man. yeah, man, like when you are chasing your dreams. She's dangerous. Oh, she is. And when you are chasing your dreams, like you really do have to tell that inner voice to just shut the F up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you yourself are the thing that's going to stop you 
from doing what you want. Um, so Jill literally did cast that ish aside. She was like, bye girl. Yeah. And what did you do to get yourself a job at CBC? I like Can how you you're censoring the swear words, by yeah. the way. <laughs> CRTC ain't coming over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, how, what did I do to get myself the job? Yeah. Can we talk about that? Can yeah. we spill the tea? <laughs> we can. Yeah. Honestly, it's what I just told you. You know, I met people. Um, and I also, I'm, I'm my mother's child. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very persistent. So instead of nagging, we, my mother and I, we'd like to call it pleasantly persistent. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like so, that. So, you know, um, there was no like specific job or anything that I really applied for. What I yeah. did was I, I made up a demo tape with some clips from my show that I thought were fun and did up a little resume and I would just send that along to them. Um, and eventually, you know, after <laughs> sending it like a hundred times, multiple you, times, you get yeah. a response. Yeah. It was more than multiple, man. Yeah. I was applying for over a year. Yeah. Definitely. So let's, let's be straight. Jill made a resume. There was no job existing at CBC for her. She made a resume and a tape and just sent it to them over and over and over again until they couldn't say no anymore. And then they were like, oh my God, who is this girl? We're so impressed with her. Jill made a job for herself. <laughs> I don't know if you could say I made it because like, you know, there's lots of APs over there. Yes. But there, there was no empty spot. I didn't go onto the job board and yeah, you know, yeah. So, but I mean, like anyone can do that. You just need to be persistent and you need to, you know, present yeah. yourself in a, in a professional manner. Totally. Of you know, like you, have you don't want to yeah. just show up on their doorstep every day. Yeah. No, I definitely. mean, I wouldn't put, no, I wouldn't put it past <laughs> me to do that. Pleasant, pleasantly persistent. Jill. Pleasantly persistent. Yeah. But yeah. you know, you just, you gotta just, if you want, okay. I'm a big fan of the musical Rock of Ages. Okay, I kind go. of keep taking a little asides here. Um, but, you know, she said, she's like, if you want something, you got to reach out and take it. And that's what you got to do. You got to reach out and take it. Very true. It you know? is very true. And like, yeah, how, okay, so how old were you when you started doing CHMR? Like, yeah, right out of high school, I think both of us were right out of high school. Full yeah. throttle into what we're doing. So yeah, me and Jill were in the same grade in high school. So we were both 18 when we really started to open doors for ourselves and mm -hmm. kind of go like ham into <laughs> into what we really wanted to do. Um, that was my first year doing weddings. And when uh, it clicked for me for real, for real, that this, you know, that wedding photography was what I wanted to do full time and how Jill got her um, her slot at CHMR that really kickstarted the rest of her life too. Um, yeah. So that's why I'm really glad you're here today because you're such a prime example of, you know, someone who can't picture their life without something and being completely fearless in the pursuit of it. Um, you know, you're kind of like the poster child for mm. not giving up, literally. <laughs> Shout out to CBC. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> like you, you can't be afraid of rejection no matter how many times it happens to you because you have to have a willingness to push and work for what you want. Mm -hmm. um, and it's that willingness that, like I said, it completely kickstarts the rest of your life and you don't know where it's going to go. But when you look back, you're like, yeah, man, like that hard work and that persistence I put in is what brought me here today, you know? Like, yeah. And um, I mean, you know, I'm not, sorry to cut you off, oh, but yeah, like, I'm not even halfway through my journey, you know? Totally. Like, I totally. still have goals. We're and still young and still. Sometimes <laughs> it's scary, you know, because I, I, I'm sitting over in the newsroom and I'm like, man, okay. Uh, well, I, okay. My first full-time summer, mm -hmm. I was 19. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, man, like, I'm the youngest person here. 
I'm mm. 19 years old. And sometimes you get scared of the bar that you set for yourself. Totally. It's like, okay, what's next? Like, yeah. what do I do? And it kind of also becomes, a com- I'm very competitive as well. It kind of becomes a competition to keep one-upping yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like, ha, yeah. take that pass, Jill. Look what <laughs> I just did, you know? Yeah. And so, we're really similar in that way because, yeah. like I said, I was 18 when I had my first full-time season in my respective career. And that's the thing, right? Like, when you're a young woman, it's like those two words, young and woman, really make so much, there's so much adversity against you in society when Mm -hmm. you're a young woman. And, um, you know, ageism is such a thing. Like, people belittle you for your age and assume you don't know what you're doing. Like, obviously, that's not the majority. Like we said before, there's lots of Mm -hmm. wonderful people who are willing to help you, but it's true. When you are young, there's that assumption of you that you've just kind of, like, hopped onto the scene and you don't know what you're doing. Um, And also, like, we all know that being a girl (laughs) or, you know, female identifying in today's world is not a cup of tea. (laughs) Um, And that's the tea. (laughs) And that's the tea. Um, Yeah, so we really can both relate on that a lot um Mm. being young women and starting our careers so early and kind of having that passion inside of us and just going full throttle and seeing where it's taking us you know i think we could have started earlier too but i think the fact that we were in high school i found at least like you know through my through my work and my volunteer opportunities and things like that people don't take you seriously when you're in high school so like we were young women in high school yeah Imagine if we had to like go in there with the drive that we have now. I know. You know? I know. It's insane. And like I um through high school I was still calling myself a photographer. That was still my, you know, my passion. <laughs> um completely. But yeah, it really wasn't until after high school when the world was more of my oyster type of situation mm. that we were really kind of allowed the mental space to like yeah allow ourselves to go there um yes but like like i said being a woman in today's world is not a cup of tea and you know i've come up against a lot of stuff but what kind of things have you come up against um being a boss gal who's younger you know we're in our 20s like what kind of what did you come up against when you started pushing for your dream when you were just a teenager (laughs) or did you have more i mean if you had more of an how much time do you have (laughs) this is Honestly, it's more so in music where you really, okay. you come up against the naysayers. Because again, like I mentioned before, you know, radio is, in my experience at mm-hmm. least, there's a lot of people who are really grounded down to earth. That's wonderful that you've you've had that experience. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's really great. You know, if uh, like I'm, I'm sorry if anyone else hasn't experienced that, yeah. but for me, it's been a really pleasant, positive experience. Um, but well, listen, I'd rather you have a positive message on my podcast than a negative one. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, as far as naysayers, like, you're always going to have people who are like, oh, like, you need to work for that, you know, and uh, talk to you as if you don't like, oh, they infantilize. You. I was just gonna like lie in bed all day and, you know, not put any effort into, you know, making a career for myself out of this, you know, it's yeah. just gonna let it all happen by itself. Totally. Nothing's that's exactly, gonna happen no, by itself. No, like nothing yeah. is gonna happen unless you do it. Yeah. Right. So young people are valid too, and the effort yeah. that they put into things are valid because you know everybody who has these full time careers now doing mm-hmm. the thing that they want to do, like they started somewhere too, and I think that people forget that, and it's not really fair that young people are looked down upon or infantilized. Yeah. As you mentioned before too, like I'm a musician Mm -hmm. and that's more so where I kind of felt and and still feel today. Like, you know, people who are like, you're not good enough. You're not, you're not gonna be successful doing this or this or whatever the goal kind of is that you have your mindset towards. That's much more common, I think, in that field of my life than in the radio field. You're always going to have people, no matter what you do, who kind of doubt you. Um, But 
you know, one of one of my biggest things is proving them wrong. I yeah. love oh, yeah. proving people wrong. Me too, girl. There are so many people who told me I was never going to be a lifeguard. I went out and got my <laughs> lifeguard stuff done, became a lifeguard. Uh, people told me I wasn't going to get into music school. Check that she off the list. Box. Yeah. 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 Um, She's there, people. She's killing it. Yeah. You know, I had someone told me that I was going to fail out of the program in my first year. Oh, I love that. That's yeah. fun. It was, <laughs> it was, um, yeah. It, That's great. It was, it was really uplifting. It made me feel really good about myself. Yeah. Yeah. But it was yeah. really nice because I'm, I'm graduating next year. So, yay. You know, round of applause. Yep. For <laughs> I'm proud of you because oh my God, <laughs> it's Maddie. nice. Well, yeah, I mean, we went to high school together and it's been really cool to, even though we weren't super close in high school, it's been cool to, I think we've both watched each other grow up yeah. into our respective industries and Definitely. that's been like really fulfilling. You know what else too? Like on top of being young, being a woman, can I say this? We're yes. both women with disabilities. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I didn't even talk. We haven't even touched on Man, that. I how, this is going to be like the longest podcast <laughs> ever. Fine. But like that... <laughs> that is another element that makes things difficult yes. because you know yeah. i'm I'll, I'll let you say your thing okay, but sure. i'm visually <laughs> well yeah so let's so let's talk about that okay so, so let's talk about this. i'm visually impaired and i'm hard of hearing moderate or not moderate sorry i am severely hard of hearing we make a great team <laughs> great we team. can really help each other out. yeah she's you know she's blind i'm severely hard of hearing we're yeah i'm yeah i'm her eyes she's my ears literally like this has happened many times before i so, can hear at zero decibels yeah so like i can't yeah. relate to you no and but... my i can't exactly and my hard of hearing story is something that i'll talk about later and at another time but yeah jill mm-hmm. you know what is what's up with your eyes girl? yeah so <laughs> i'm almost legally blind in one eye and in my other eye i have like decent vision not gonna say it's good um but because of that my depth perception is really bad Mm. like i fall over the stairs a lot which is i I laugh at myself it's okay to laugh there um i fall over the stairs so many times um you can't drive i can't drive yeah thank you for telling me about my disability (laughs) i forget sometimes i tell people so often um and i also have night blindness which means i'm rare but I literally, One of I, kind, I lose all of my eyesight in dark areas. So no, like when the sun goes down at 5 p.m., that doesn't mean that I just stop seeing everything. <laughs> it means that if, if you push me into a dark room, I'm not going to find my way out. Yeah. So, so that's lots of fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so exactly. We're young. We're women. We have disabilities. Woo. But, but we're still killing it. <laughs> we are, you know, <laughs> and that makes it difficult too, because like, like I can't drive. No. So that makes it difficult exactly. for me because like I'm mobility. Exactly. Mobility is hard. Um, public transit in St. John's. Not great. <laughs> if you're listening, Metro bus. Stuff Don't up. know her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Who is that? What? What buses? <laughs> Who? And yeah, like I've, <laughs> I've had people tell me that I'm faking my hearing loss for attention. Like. <laughs> oh yeah. And so. How do people come up with that? Who knows? Like, who knows? do you have nothing better to do? I know. Let's see again. We're banging on the table because we're getting. How do you even come up? Like, no, I don't (laughs) sit down and say, "Hmm, I have a rare genetic condition that makes me not able to see in dark or dim lighting." Faking it for attention. Got (laughs) him. Yeah. So I mean, it just goes to show that, and this is why I'm so outspoken about my, uh, you know, challenges in life or things that I feel because it's not because I'm playing the victim. It's because. I know that I've come up against things and I want to be open about my life and my heart and what's been going on because I want to help other people who are going through things 
you know, be able to be self-starters and motivate themselves and advocate advocate for themselves no matter what it is that they're up against. And I think that's really important. Like I said, you know, you are what makes, you can have support and all this and that, and that's fine. But at the end of the day, you control your destiny and you control mm-hmm. your life and you're what makes things happen. And so you can't let other people and yourself, you know, stop you from going after what you want. No one's going to do it for you, man. Exactly. You got, if you want something, you got to reach out and take it. Yeah, 100%. Rock of ages. But yeah, you got to <laughs> just do it. Like no one else is going to do it for you. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get things done, got to do them. So with that, what advice would you have for women hoping to enter into um, media careers, whether it be like social media, radio, mm-hmm. public image? Well, I'm still navigating it myself. Yeah, you know, I know. But I would say, honestly, meet people. If you have somebody who you admire, send them an email and say, hey, I would you can I can I buy you coffee? Can you sit down for an hour and just chat and kind of like pick their brain, see how they got to where they are. That's how I've learned a lot, honestly, is that alumni series that I did, bringing out my inner Oprah. I've had I've had Peter Mansbridge on my show. I've interviewed. That blows my mind. It man. still blows mine, man. <laughs> You're not alone there. Um, Rick Mercer, I've had him on the show, who is like my idol. I was so scared to interview him, but also so excited. Since you guys can't see us, I'm bowing to Jill now oh my in God. the studio. Just like... <laughs> just, just meeting people, making connections keeping things professional, you know, like carry yourself in a professional way. Even though you're young, you can still find a balance between being professional and being young and hip. Totally, totally. And I'll tack on to that because I actually did a video series in my Instagram story a few months ago where I said that, um, you know, you can be professional but still not have the personality of a slice of white bread. Yeah, like exactly. I'm a huge dork. You know, I'm very chatty. I'm very open. Sometimes people think I'm too open, but that's whatever. Um, <laughs> you can, yeah, you can be professional and not have the personality of a piece of bread. And um, I don't know, maybe it's easy for me to say to be fearless because I'm living my dream now, but I didn't always have this. I used to work at the post office in the mall mm-hmm. and, you know, it's never too late or you too are early totally. to start planning. You're the only one stopping you from going after what you want. And, you know, you have to channel, you can have a desire to have a dream, but never go after it, right? Yeah. I mean, you can totally stop yourself and let the world stop you. And so you have to channel that desire into active effort and actual energy to um, to make it happen. So it's like Jill said, get out there and meet people. Start, you know, killing it on your social media and putting yourself out there. Be open and honest because nothing builds a community for you like being yourself. Yeah. Um, and allow your talent to be seen. Just allow yourself to be seen. And yeah, you, you really just have to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everything takes time and things will build up over time and things will come to you. But you're going to make so many more opportunities for yourself if you allow yourself to be open and also be open-minded to what the world can bring you for sure. Yeah, don't ever get to the point where you think you're too good for people's advice because you're not. No. Nope. No, like you can always, there's always, always, always room for improvement. Yeah. So the quote that I like is, if you think you've learned everything, you've already failed. Yeah. Be open. Yeah, RuPaul didn't say that one, but he may as well have because he's great. Is it even a quote then? (laughs) Well, Jill, thank you so, so, so much for coming on to the Let's Do This podcast episode number four. Um, You've been an incredible support for me while I've started this journey. You've known about it before, like pretty much everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) Been planning it for months. Everybody knew that. Um, When you're listening to this, I'll have already launched it, but I'm recording this way before the launch. And I actually today... um, 
I'm counting down to tomorrow when I'm going to <laughs> when I'm going to announce the launch date for the podcast. So by the time you hear this, that'll be like way gone. But yeah, Jill has been an incredible um, supporter for me, and I'm really thankful for that. And I'm really really happy that I had you here today, and that the tables have kind of turned, and you're sitting like on the opposite side of the mic, the recording mic now. <laughs> it's, it is so weird, I'll be honest, but I'm I'm so glad I could help you, and I'm yeah. so glad you're branching out into this new form <laughs> of creativity. I'm excited too. You're incredible, Jill, and I'm so happy and so appreciative that you. You are in my life and I'm so grateful. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do this. <Woo. laughs> Let's do it officially, everybody. Until next time, I'm Maddie. Let's do this. Mm-hmm.